hello, 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 how are you? Welcome to another one, another podcast, another week, how the hell are you? Welcome to Pretender to Contender, real quick here at the top, if you want to see the Remember When show live, it's pretty easy, get tickets on JoeMatterese.com. November 5th, Scranton, PA. November 6th, Mamaronick, New York. JoeMatteries.com for tickets. If you want to buy Remember When merch, I got these really cool Van Halen throwback t-shirts. Those are all available on JoeMatteries.com. Go check them out. A lot of merch on JoeMatteries.com. You don't pay for the podcast, so why not? Go buy a t-shirt. Throw some money to me. That would be good. That would be nice of you. Hope you're having a good day. Um, I feel okay. I feel okay. It's a good little, uh, good little week. Good little weekend. Went down to Collingswood, New Jersey, on Friday night to do. Remember when the 2021 edition did it at the. Scottish Rite Auditorium, and it was in a 1,000-seat venue, and during COVID, it was very hard to sell tickets. I ended up selling about 205 tickets. It wasn't very good, but I'm, I'm honest on this podcast. But it wasn't so bad that I lost money. Uh, I'll give you the exact details of the deal. Got 80% of the door. You can do the math on that. Tickets are $25, $30, $35, and $40. There were four sections in the 1,000-seat theater. The year before that, well, right before COVID, 2020, I sold 700 tickets to that show. So this time coming in 200 tickets, ran, uh, ran some radio spots. I was on uh, John DeBella's morning show, and I was on Preston and Steve's morning show. So I was on WMMR, and I was on WMGK. Those are, uh, those are two pretty big stations, and all my ads I ran on WMGK because I was able to get a lot more ads Thanks to Maria, Maria Corsero at Zoom. Is it Zoom One Media? She hooked me up. Look her up if you ever want to advertise on radio. Actually, anywhere in the country. She can she can help you out and get you better deals. Zoom Media One. Ask for Maria Corsero. I went to high school with her husband, who's an awesome guitar player. This guy, Mike Corsero. He's a, he's a big fan. He always writes on all my social media. He's an amazing guitar player. He tours around in a Journey tribute band right now. So you know you have to be a great guitarist to play in a Journey tribute band to try to do Neil Schoen or Sean. Is it Neil Schoen or Sean guitar work? So uh, ran all those ads. Should I give you the exact amount I spent on radio? I guess I could. I don't give a shit at this point. I spent three grand on radio. I spent another hundred on Facebook ads. Then I spent, I had to pay my openers. I won't tell you what that is. And I had to pay uh, 
my buddy Mike, who I grew up with, he did all the sound and the lighting and the um, and the pictures to my Remember When show. And we had to do a lot of rehearsing and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I wanted to take care of him and pay him. And I, and I wish I could have paid him even more. And then I ended up making a little bit. You know, I don't want to lose money on my show. So I made a little bit, even though only 200 people showed up in a thousand seat venue. But, you know, I set it up and it, was, it, it, it really made me nervous because everybody buys tickets last minute. In the last two days, I think my tickets tripled. So people out there that listen to this podcast that follow me on social media, which is at the Joe Matteris on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, buy your tickets in advance because you're scaring the shit out of me. You know, I, I don't know how much to spend and where to spend when everybody buys tickets last second. It gets confusing when you're running the business of your own show. So next time I do that theater, I may just rent it flat out. I think it's 2500 bucks to just rent the theater, and then you keep 100% of the door. So uh, I may do that. I, I don't know if I would do that up around me in the Westchester area, ever rent a theater to do a show, but it's something to think about, especially now that I have the band involved, and they're all from Westchester. We did some rehearsing last week. It went really well. They're coming over tomorrow. We're going to go through the two shows because we have an agent who's interested in booking Remember When as a uh, private events kind of show or a corporate event kind of show. Kind of cool. Kind of a good idea with it. You do Remember When. You have the band. They could play, you know, 80s music afterwards and before. And um, you can even incorporate people from the business that wants to hire you into the pictures that you show in on the big screen. And now that I have Mike doing lots of sound and light for me, which was great about that, is I, I get access to all the high-end gear. So he brings like a smoke machine. He brings some extra lighting to jazz it up. He brought a big projector to project it. He brought an oversized screen that we hung from the top of the theater. It's elaborate. It's elaborate. There's a lot of pieces moving here, man. And... uh you know, I'm busting my ass and and I'm enjoying it, and 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 we'll see, we'll see where that go where that goes. Um, so November fifth, Scranton, PA, at a nice theater there, and November sixth at a theater called the Emelin Theater in Mamaroneck, New York, which is ten minutes from my house. So trying to combine the old Remember When show with the new Remember When show for this. This gig in Mamaronic with the band is a lot of work. So that's not really the topics that I wanted to talk about at the top of, uh, of this episode. As we, uh, we went, I don't know if this affected ticket sales, but the Many Saints of Newark came out Friday night, the night of my show in Collingswood. So you you sit there and go, well, did, did that affect it? I mean, I doubt it because you you could watch that movie on on your own television at your own house on HBO Max. Or if you're like me and you have the Plex app, 
thanks to a friend of mine gives me gives me his login <laughs> i got to watch that for free the many saints of newark and i put it out there on all my social media and to some of the regulars did you see the movie did you like it what did you think uh and what what other new movies have you seen that you thought were really good and the other subject that I threw out there was what things, and it has no relation to the movie, but what things do you have to buy in person that you won't buy online? Because we're at a time now, I feel like everything I'm buying is online. And are you like me? You start to want, sometimes feel like it's a crapshoot, like if it's going to show up and it's going to be good, or is it going to last, or if this sucks, can I send it back? Is it free shipping? It's, it'll say free shipping. As you know, in the past, I had those lights that I bought on Amazon. I'm a Prime member, bought them on Amazon, and it turned out they were shipped to me from uh, China. And then it wasn't free shipping back, and it was twice the price of what they cost to ship them back. So I had to keep them. So I had to eat them. I have these two outdoor sconces that I just have no use for. I bought different ones because they were weird when we got them, and we didn't like them. You know? So what stuff do you have to buy in person? What is it? Um, and what won't you buy online? And the reason I posted this, because I got done all that work, and, and, and a lot of people interact with me about house jobs and housework, so it's like you start to go, well, the, I guess people like to hear about this shit on the podcast, like, especially dads. I think we're really interested in this shit. We were over-focused on our house. Is that what happens when you get older? Remember Bill Hicks having a funny bit about it, making fun of him getting older and he never wants to be one of those guys is like, I wonder how my lawn is. How's my lawn? <laughs> and I've become that guy. I'm like, oh, the, the lawn's not very green. Oh, geez, how do we get it greener? Oh, there's some bald spots. Let's get that out of there. We got to we gotta seed it. We got to seed it. We got to aerate it. I've become that guy. So, uh, and the reason why I asked the Amazon question is because I want to, I redid the deck. I redid, uh, you know, I made the deck nice. That was a couple of years ago, though. Put the lighting overhead, the little bistro lights. They're, like, mounted in a tree and then on these posts above the deck. It looks pretty nice. And then over the summer, I made a uh, a gravel patio in my backyard below the deck because a lot of water used to accumulate there. And I could never grow grass anyway. It was just mud. So it started as a small gravel area. And then it just kept moving out and further and further because it was so shitty in that area. And the next thing I knew, my friend Carl, thank you, Carl. He's been my Miyagi for landscaping. I just, he, I feel bad for him because I torture him. Like, what do I do next? What do I do next? He's like, get this, get the stone dust, put the stone dust under you know, put it over the gravel, sprinkle it in, which I did more on the driveway. He really assisted me on that job. But to do that gravel job in my backyard and then put cobblestone around the uh, the beds, the flower beds, to keep all the gravel in, and uh, he taught me how to do the cementing and how to do the uh, the joints in between the cobblestone when you use it as edging pretty easy to do 
uh, and he, he showed me how to do that, and then I got all the gravel down, and then I evened it out, and then uh, I started to go, okay, well, I need, I need a fire pit down there, or do I not put a fire? My wife's like, no one's going down there. You made it nice down there, but no one's going down there. <laughs> I don't like to go down there. We got the nice deck. Everybody hangs out on the deck. No one's going down there. So I'm like, all right, well, let's take our mismatched kind of eh furniture that's on our deck and put it down there. Or maybe I'll just make that uh, for cornhole. <laughs> I'm gonna We'll play cornhole down there on the gravel because uh, we had a cornhole uh, extravaganza at a friend of mine's house about a month ago for a barbecue he had, and all the guys were like, we should do this once a week because we got so insanely competitive. We started gambling on the games. It was really fun, and they want to still do it. So I was like, all right, let's get some, let's get some cornhole that lights up or glows in the dark or get some landscape lighting down in my backyard that's good enough that we can see while we're playing cornhole because you can't play in the dark. So it's fun sharing all this shit with you guys because then you can connect with me via the voicemail number every week on the podcast, which is 951-298-9899. You see pictures of all my jobs that I do around the house. You can comment on the on the voicemail and we'll uh, play them on the podcast because it seems like that's going to be... a We'll see how long it lasts, but right now it's going to be a little piece of the podcast. We'll talk about some of this house shit, but not for too long because I want to get into the many scenes of Newark today. So uh, the hard part was trying to buy, I wanted to buy a propane fire table for the deck and a outdoor couch and a chair or an outdoor sectional that would go in the corner of my deck so either you do a couch and a chair which kind of is like a l-shaped sectional or do you go sectional seems a little cheaper to get a nice chair that matches the couch instead of doing the sectional do people do people enjoy having a sectional does do people that don't know each other like to sit on a sectional together or is that weird is a chair and a couch better I know. It's crazy to even think about this. I have an indoor-outdoor carpet out there that's nice. So what I realized was it's so fucking hard to buy this shit online. Everybody does the Wayfair or the Overstock, right? And then you read the comments and they're like, looked good in the picture. It looks like a miniature outdoor couch when I got it. Or fire table. You know, especially on, uh, I think it was Wayfair that was great. You click on viewers the viewers' uh, ratings, and it'll show you viewers' pictures. They take pictures of the stuff when they bought it. So many people sent in pictures of the fire table. After a year, all the paint came off of the top of it. It didn't hold up, and you're like, what the fuck? The thing's cement. Most of them are cement. Some of them are metal. Some of them are iron, and they and the metal ones, people complaining that they got dents all over it, of course. I don't know if anybody goes through that when you have kids. You get dents all over anything stainless steel you get that's metal. All, I, everything I own that's stainless steel in my kitchen, from my refrigerator to the microwave to the dishwasher, dents when you have kids. It's just part of it. So I didn't really want to get a metal fire pit, even though some of them will say steel. This thing's steel. I'm like, it probably could still dent. I don't know. 
I should get cement. And then you look at the cement ones and people, like I said, they're complaining. There's freaking paint chipping off the whole top of the thing. You don't want that either. I mean, granted, it's easy as shit to paint over something that's cement, especially when it looks just standard dark gray. But now you got to, you know, I think some of them send you touch up paint with them because they know the shit's going to chip and fall apart. What kind of paint jobs they're doing on these things. Maybe you're better off getting one that's like cement color because now it can't chip. It doesn't even have paint on it. Let it just be cement. That's a way to go. There's so much shit to think about. So I want to go in person. It's probably what I'm going to do today or tomorrow. It's like I I don't want to go online. Even though that's where you get the deals, uh, you can't tell. You can't sit on the chair. You can't tell really the size of it when you look at a picture. Where would you recommend where you can actually see this shit? It doesn't cost nine million bucks. I don't know how these people spend this. Did you ever go to a restoration hardware website? They have eight to nine thousand dollar fire pit tables. Who the fuck is making that much money that they can get an eight thousand dollar fucking table? It it amazes me. And then you go on Wayfair and they have them for seven hundred. And then the fucking paint peels. You got to spend eight grand. It's this has been my life struggle. Is I'm like I'm not the cheap ass guy, but I'm not the loaded guy. I always need the in between. Where is the in between? I'm not the country club guy, but I'm not the pay to go swimming for the day guy either. At the shitty pool, that's the uh, public pool where there's just like homeless people in there because it costs ten bucks to go in and use the pool for the day, you know. But I'm not the freaking you know a uh, wingfoot guy here in westchester we have wingfoot where they've had multiple us opens i'm not that guy either is joining the wingfit wingfoot golf club you know and i'm going to put my collar up and i'll be one of six italians that are members there and the other five are like stockbrokers that make 1.8 million a year each you know i'm not that guy so that's what I run into. So I'd love to know. It'd be great if you could you could text me on that 951-298-9899. Show me some pictures of your shit. I want to see it. What's a give me a, a hookup, you know, with a really a nice uh, fire table, something you like where it's $1000 and under. Does that exist? Can you get one for 1000? That's okay. An outdoor couch. I'm looking West Elm. I think I'm going to they're not restoration hardware and they're not pottery barn west elm then if it sucks you can bring it back you got there was a west elm store five minutes from my house uh i've gotten to the point i'm ready to go to the store because you go online you're like i can't fucking do my wife some of you guys are married to ladies that like to do this stuff my wife does not she hates picking out this shit she despises it she could care less you could be sitting on a milk crate out on your on your deck she wouldn't care but you guys would probably say well geez you got it made joe then just don't give a shit i'm italian dude even though i'm not hey how you doing i'm not a hey how you doing italian but i am just enough italian that i give a shit too much i power washed my blacktop recently okay because it had dirt it had like a dirt coating on it from doing all the driveway jobs I on the gravel driveway because I had to keep going across it, bringing dirt back and forth because I had to empty dirt off the driveway to get it flat. Now I got a dirt blacktop. Look, look, and I started power washing it. I'm that guy, man. Even though I take meds, 
I still got a little OCD in me. So send me some pictures. Send me some uh, your thoughts about these things. And, uh, you know, let's switch subjects. <laughs> let's switch subjects. The little wild card. little wild card. So uh, let's talk about the wild uh, the. Um, Jesus, now I'm forgetting the name of it. The Saints of Newark. The geez, ADD right here. The da 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 Saints of Newark. The All the Saints of Newark. What's it called? Do you guys know it? Do you know it? Let's Google it. Saints. That's what screws you up. Online, you just put Saints of Newark in. It's called the Many Saints of Newark, but you just put Saints of Newark in. It's been coming up, and that's what I've been doing as I've been Googling this. And uh, I'm going to fade it out. I'm going to fade it out. So, did you see it? Did you not see it? Uh, I got to be honest, right at the top here, I've only watched 15 or 20 minutes of the movie, but because... I was thinking for the the first 20 minutes that I'm like, this movie sucks. This blows. I knew it got bad reviews, which I should have never read the reviews. Didn't get any reviews. All my friends that saw it are like, oh, it's not good. It's not good. Everybody had this idea that we were going to go the prequel of Sopranos and it was going to bring you all the way up to close to when uh, Tony Soprano becomes a... Uh, a part of the the mob and get the, but but I'm told even though I haven't seen this I don't want to give a spoiler alert here but it doesn't it doesn't go that far in his life he he stays young in the movie and Michael Gandolfini plays the part which I didn't even get to see him act yet like that's how far into the movie I got my wife and I were trying to watch it she's like this sucks and I'm like yeah I think it does I think this is gonna suck we're movie snobs. I'm worse than my wife, but I could tell it had the makings of suck. Ray Liotta was like overacting. He he looked weird. Um, didn't even get up to see Vera Farmiga. I did see Joey Diaz. Comedian Joey Diaz was at the beginning. I don't know if he's in the whole movie. Maybe he is. But I have found, well, maybe I'm wrong because I really liked I really liked, um, what was the movie? What I was trying to say was uh, The Irishman. The Irishman uh, had Sebastian Maniscalco in it. But what I was about to say is I find that whenever I'm watching a movie and if I see a few comedians that I know, the movie usually, um, they usually suck. <laughs> I don't know what it is about movies that you start to see the stand-up comics in. It's, you know, that's a little wrong, actually, now that I say that. I can think of a few movies that I've seen stand-up comedians in, and I was like, it was really good. Um, one was the one with Mark Wahlberg, and uh, he, he, Instant Family. Instant Family had a few comedians that I knew, and that movie was really good. I really liked Instant Family. If you haven't seen that, go see that with Mark Wahlberg pretty heartfelt and really funny at the same time and if you have kids and you're raising them <laughs> you'll get it 
that was really good. So I'm wrong to say that, but I feel like, um, I don't know, like just seeing Joey Diaz in the movie, it just threw me. I I don't know. I have to watch more of it to see if, uh, how, how he did in it. You know, Bill Burr is one of those. He's one of the only comedians that when I see them in a TV show or a movie that he nails the acting and it's usually a really good project. There's not a lot of comedians that, that can act for some reason. Like there's been a few and Bill Burr is one of them. He's really good in everything he does. Like Chris Rock's fucking terrible. Like if Chris Rock is in it, his acting is almost always bad. Uh, you know, Adam Sandler pulls it off in his way in all his movies being Adam Sandler. He's good at it. Ray Romano's fucking amazing as an actor, which the Get Shorty television show that I loved so much. Uh, Ray Romano had a big part in that, and he was great in it. Everybody loves Raymond. He's just amazing in it. Uh, what else was Ray Romano in where he's just fantastic? Uh... Men of a Certain Age was a show he had that was more of a dramedy, hour-long. He was really good in that. He's amazing at acting. So there are comedians that pull it off. So, just, yeah, I just didn't love this movie. 15, 20 minutes in. Um, some people are giving me shit. You, you know, you can't judge it. You didn't watch the whole thing. I'm going to go watch the whole thing. But, got to tell you... I do go by Rotten Tomatoes. I just go by it. And it only got like a 73% on Rotten Tomatoes from the critics and then like a 50% from the audience. Like the audience really didn't like it. So many people were let down by this movie. So uh, let's see what some of the callers have thought. Let's see what they liked. Did they like it? Did they not like it? Let's see what the the people out there are thinking about this movie. All right, it looks like uh, we got Preston. Preston calling in. Let's see what Preston has to say. Good old Preston. What do you got? Hey, Joe, this is Preston from New York. I saw Saints of of Newark. Uh, Underwhelming, to say the least. Although I I will say that uh, there's a scene where they talk about uh, the wanting. It's in the preview, but he says it's the wanting that makes you unhappy. I love that part. It's like the only part of the movie I liked. That's what I get for wanting the movie to be good. That's probably why I was so uh, let down after I watched it. Uh, never should have desired that. I should have just got in there completely numb. Then I would have watched it, and I wouldn't have been so let down after seeing it. Uh, hope you're doing well. Bye. Thank you, Preston. Preston Gitlin, great comedian. Go uh, go follow him on social, social media. Preston, with an O, Gitlin. Next time, Preston, leave your... Um Leave your uh, your Twitter or your Instagram or your TikTok or whatever. Leave it on there, and we'll ask people to follow you. It's interesting that you said that, Preston. That you like that line, the uh, the wanting, right? Um, because I've only watched fifteen to twenty minutes of this movie, but the th- let's think about this. This is to me why I think that I'm not gonna like this movie. I liked, I loved Sopranos, right? And I know the reason why I loved it. You take a horrific character like a mob boss and you mix together that he's trying to be a good father, he's going to therapy, he's working on himself, 
and it's played by James Gandolfini, who's like one of my favorite actors of all time. He's amazing. He's so vulnerable and raw in all of his performances. And then you take him out of it. I mean, think about it. He made the fucking show. I mean, sure, the writing was great on The Sopranos, you know, but he drove it. And then you had Edie Falco, who is an amazing actress, also playing his wife. The woman who played his mother was fantastic, right? Then you got Christopher Maltesanti, you know, the, the, um, why am I forgetting who, play, uh, Imperioli, Michael Imperioli plays him. He's another amazing actor. So you're taking all, all these great actors and, and, and you're pulling the, them out of it. You better fuck. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a tough tale. That's one thing you don't see anymore in movies, and it's rare that you see a movie that has five or six actors in the movie, and we haven't heard of any of them, and they all go on to be household names. It's like why I said like old music is better than new music. When was the last time you saw a, first of all, when was the last time you saw a movie that was really fucking hilarious in the theater? It's been a long time. We don't get them that often. And when is the last time you saw a movie that had actors in it that you didn't know the movie's great and then all those actors go on to be big stars? You know, like a Fast Times at Ridgemont High or uh, I could think of, a, what's another one? Um, uh, geez, not the Cameron Crowe movie. But the other guy, fuck, I forget it, but you know what I'm talking about. The the movie about the last day of high school with uh, Matthew McConaughey and uh, and all those other actors that were in it. Just so many uh, people that went on to be really amazing actors all in one movie. God, I got to Google it now. Yes, Days and Confused. Of course, Days and Confused. I couldn't think of it. Days and confused with all those great actors in it. We don't we don't get those kind of movies anymore, right? So uh, you know, it's just it's 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 you got to be a fucking genius to know how to find these up and comers that are going to be huge and throw them all in your movie. You know, instead he brought like Ray Liotta. Who used to, I've never seen Ray Liotta like not be great in something, and I'm watching him going, "What the fuck? He's overacting like crazy." I don't know, is it because the, the writing not as good? When the writing's not good, it's harder to act, at least it, for me. When the writing's good, it becomes easy to do the scene. All right, who else we got here? Let's see who's next. Yo, Joe, you should know this voice by heart by now. Uh, I'm in South Jersey. I did watch The Many Saints of Newark. Saturday. I'm actually in the middle of watching it a second time right now. I like it. A lot of subtext. Uh, learning a lot. It's not the movie I expected. It's the movie before the movie I expected. I think the next movie they make is going to be the one we all expected. But I like it. Rewatch it if you didn't. Later. There's another good point. It's the movie leading up to the movie that we all wanted. You know what that reminds me of? Certain television shows, this is where they'll go wrong, where the, you see the pilot episode of the show and it's setting up the show so much that the episode isn't good. Now, the Sopranos pilot episode sets up the show 
and is fucking one of the best pilots ever. It's so good, that first one. So uh, it set it up and got it ready. I get it. If you want to do another movie, that's great. But you, you you can't just be setting up the whole time. You know what I mean? Which I don't think they did in this movie. I should be, you guys are going, you should have watched the whole fucking thing if you're going to talk about it on your show. Sorry, I couldn't. I couldn't get through it. I I walked out of the theater. I've done it in my life. I am a guy that has left the theater when the movie sucks. Usually, I'll sneak into another theater to see a different movie. I usually don't go home. But if a movie's really fucking bad and I just really missed, I'm out of here. Uh... Okay, okay. I don't know. Who. Oh, let's see who this is. Hey, it's Al Kaz calling from Galloway, New Jersey. Um, I can never buy shoes online because they never fit right. You got to buy shoes in person, uh, especially white shoes. You ever try to buy white shoes? Your name's got to be either Tyrone or Saul. That's it. <laughs> I thought you were saying you would buy white shoes, but you can't buy them online. I was getting confused because I know you're very Italian, Al. I pictured you in a pair of those all-white loafers like Miami Vice. I had a pair of those back in the day when everybody wore those. With the, with, They were all like, um, they look like wicker. <laughs> like a wicker chair on the front. They were all woven together, little white Loafers with no socks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the days. I remember I got in a fight once, and uh, the guy was fucking huge. And I took off. I was about to get in a fight, and I just sprinted away. <laughs> and he, and I fucking ran so fast. I ran out of those. We called them capizios, I guess. I ran out of those white loafers, and I'm running in my bare feet all over a parking lot and just shredded my feet. They were bleeding all over. Oh, those were the good old days. Uh, yeah, I do agree with you. Shoes, you got to try them on. But you know what I do do? Sometimes I'll try shoes on and then just buy them online because I know. Or like a certain brand. I know like I'm this size in Nike sneakers, so I, I'm good. Once in a while you get screwed and they fit different than the other Nikes. But I... I I'm a creature of habit. Sometimes, like, like I love the uh, old Jordans. I guess they're called the Air Force Ones, the Jordan Ones. I have two pairs of those. And they're, like, the fuck... They, they're expensive, but they're, like, the best sneakers. You can't wear them out. I have a pair that's so old, I wear them to do, like, like uh, construction jobs in the back, or, like, landscaping. I just destroy them, and they won't wear out. Uh, so I'll just keep buying that same kind of sneaker in the same size and I know I'm good and I can buy those online. You find what you like and just wear them for the rest of your life. <laughs> Isn't it Seinfeld that as a joke he goes you can tell what year a guy got married because that's what year all of his clothes are from? <laughs> he stopped buying clothes after he got married. Funny bit. All right. Who else we got? Hey Joe, Chuck from Staten Island, first time, long time. Um regards to today's discussion Something that, when you order online, never comes as advertised. Um, personally, I, I'm never going to order hookers online anymore. Uh, they always show up uh, either defective, or missing pieces, um, and almost always made in China. 
Um, but I think some of your fans can relate. All right, Joe. Thanks, man. Hey, Josh from Staten Island. That sounded like a stand-up bit. I hope it is because someone's going to steal it. That's a funny bit, and they're always made in China. <laughs> is, that, is that from your act, or is that? I don't know. Love to know. Love to know. Keep calling, everybody. 951-298-9899. I make posts on all my social media showing you what the questions are. Follow along, and then you can call in and leave the message. At the Joe Matarese, M-A-T-A-R-E-S-E, at the Joe Matarese, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, okay? You can even join the Pretender to Contender Facebook fan page. Join that, and then uh, they're always in there, too. So go do that. Let's see who else we got. Who else is out there? Hey, it's Jerry Rowan from Philly. Um, I liked, I liked the, uh, the Sopranos prequel, uh, Many Saints in Newark, right? That's the name. I, I enjoyed it. I'm not sure what, uh, what people who didn't like it were expecting, you know? I, I think they wanted the Tony Soprano sequel, and that's not what it was. I thought it was well acted. I thought there was a decent story. I thought it, I thought it had some good throwbacks, or drove, looks look forward, I guess you would call it. Um, I liked it overall, and I think there's room for more, and I think we're going to get more, a couple more stories before we get into the regular show. I thought his son did well, and I thought everybody did well. I thought it was well acted. I liked it, man. Anyway, um, uh, new movie. I'm going to go with the Clint Eastwood, the new Clint Eastwood movie, which is another one people are, are getting on and saying it isn't good, and, uh, they're saying it's sad to see Clint getting old, and, uh. I don't know. I disagree with that. I, I I think Clint is doing great at finding roles that suit where he is, and I think that should be inspiring, not sad. You know, the guy's gonna work until he drops. I think anyway. Anyway, Cry Macho, the new Clint Eastwood is a movie that I found. I like all Clint Eastwood, so I'm biased. But uh, that was my new. That's my favorite new one. And again, I like the, the the prequel. All right, let's see what you guys say. So long. Jerry, 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 Jerry Rowan, Jerry Rowan. That's interesting that you say that. Um, the one, two things that I picked up on your phone call, Jerry, that uh, I want to say is, uh, well, you said uh, that we'll, you know, there's going to be more sequels to uh, the Sopranos prequel, and. What else did you say that, uh, and then, you know, people will like it when we get up to the Tony Soprano that you made it sound like there's going to be enough sequels to this that it becomes the show again. And, and then, uh, there's going to be somebody, how the fuck would you do that? (laughs) You're going to have, uh, his son play the next one and play him when he's Tony, like a young Tony. But then how are you going to get it? Like, we're going to have a, a, a older, a, a, how are you going to do, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You can't bring them back. You can't bring them back. Like, you can't have, you know, uh, Michael Imperioli play Christopher as a 20, uh, you know what I'm saying? Unless you're going to do some sort of CGI shit on their face. I, I don't know how you're doing that. So you said that. That was my question about that. And then you mentioned uh, Clint Eastwood. 
and you know he's going to work until he dies. I think that's awesome that he's going to work until he dies. And you love all of Clint Eastwood's movies. I like a lot of Clint Eastwood movies, but the one I hate that bothered me was Million Dollar Baby. I've talked about it on the podcast. I hated the way the whole the movie changed genres. It was like this like boxing movie, feel good, and then all of a sudden it becomes another movie and it became Born on the Fourth of July and she becomes paralyzed. It just it was two different movies jammed together. I did not like that one, even though I think it won awards. <laughs> I did not like it. Uh but I will go see this new Clint Eastwood movie. And, and and of course I will go watch the many saints of Newark. I just been so fucking crazy busy with this Remember When show, and now I have to combine the two for the agent. It's a it's a lot of work and working with the band and all that and rehearsing. So we have one more call, one more call. Let's see who we got here. Let's see who we got. Hey Joe, Nick from Cleveland. Uh, regarding to topics for today's podcast. Uh, many Saints of Newark, no idea what that is. I'm thinking it's the Sopranos thing, which I never watched. I uh, have zero interest in that. I thought it was a, a goofy show. I know it was very popular, and I'm probably in the minority when it comes to thinking about that. Uh, Gandolfini's best movie, I think, was The Mexican uh, with Brad Pitt and um, Julia Roberts. He was a great like little character in that one. I'll never watch The Sopranos, and I have zero interest in watching that. It uh, it um, doesn't appeal to me at all. I'd never buy food online. They have those food picking services where you can order groceries. I don't want anybody touching my food, even <laughs> though it probably touches a hundred people before it gets to the shelves of the uh, grocery store. It just creeps me out for some reason, especially in this day and age with uh, all the wackiness in the world. Don't get a propane fireplace or propane table outside they're gay they'll rust they're uh, a disaster to clean they don't last long if you're going to waste your money just venmo it over to me um dig a fire pit like a real man burn real wood like a real man have the smell of a fire like a real man uh outdoor couch pottery barn it's expensive but it's going to last for a while great show joe listen to it every week keep up the good work dude come to cleveland and uh, do a show. Take care, bro. Thank you, man. Boy, there was a lot of good advice there from uh, outside of Cleveland. Uh, he actually uh, threw me a little text here. I knew this about his son. His son's name is Huck. Huck just broke the world record for backflipping this weekend in California. I guess they went out to Cali to do it. He's the youngest kid to backflip on a BMX bike. I'm sure you can find that online. Huck. Huck. Kicking ass. I guess we don't want to give Huck's last name out. He did not put it, so I'm guessing he doesn't want it out there. But at the same time, go check out the youngest kid. I think he's six. Fucking six doing backflips on a BMX bike. It's pretty impressive. The kid's amazing at riding the BMX bike and I wish my son would get into one thing like that incredibly, but that's a whole nother podcast. Um, the fire pits. Yeah, I, I do have that feeling, dude, that they all suck. I mean, I guess if you, the, I bet the really expensive ones that are cement don't, and that's why they cost so much. You throw a cover on one of those, it's probably going to last. And if the, if the 
propane mechanism goes on it. I don't think those are really that hard to go buy another one and, and put it into it. You know, you can do that if you're a little bit handy. But it's good that you brought up that topic of get, get a real fire pit and burn wood because I should have thrown that on there as a question because that is another way to go with this. You know, everybody's buying these smokeless ones. The uh, the smokeless, the Yukon. Have you seen the Yukon, the solo stove? That one gets such great reviews. Thousands and thousands. Everybody loves their solo so stove. But the only thing that sucks about the solo stove is it's another stainless steel thing. And it doesn't really look that great. It doesn't have that rustic, aesthetic, cool look that a fire table has. Um, I have a feeling a fire table is best, now that you say it, that they don't last, is best if you have overhead hang. Like if you're, you put it on a porch where you have a roof over your porch, it's like one of those, you know, nice porches that you can sit on with the roof. Those are great. If you have one of those, I bet that's where a fire pit is the best. Or an indoor screened, a screened-in porch is good for a fire pit. But it, it, you might be right. For my area, which I have 9,000 trees above it, it's probably going to drop shit and just beat the living shit out of it. And maybe I should just get the smokeless fire pits that everybody's getting now and they love. Yes, you got to keep go buying wood. But they sell it at the supermarket. And every year, I have a fireplace in my house, so I, I always buy like a half quart of wood and go through it. We light fires every night here at my house. But for some reason, my wife doesn't like outdoor ones because of the smoke. So that should have been what I brought up. What are the best smokeless? You got these Brico ones, B-R-E-C-C-O, and the uh, and then you got the, the Yukon. That's the biggest one. The Yukon by Solo Stove. They're about 550 bucks. And like I said, I've I've had like 10 friends have those and love them. They get great reviews. And if you feel like taking them apart, if you get the medium-sized one, you can bring it other places. Like uh, we go to the beach sometimes that's about 15 minutes from our house, that beach club that we joined that's not the country club, but it's not the shitty pool. And a lot of people there bring their little, they have the small solo stove and they bring it out on the beach and it throws off a lot of heat and a pretty good sized flame. So maybe that's the way to go, dude. Now you got, you threw, you threw me into another, another curve. Why'd you have to do that, man? Now I don't know what to do. Oh boy. What do we do? (laughs) That was a good out. That was a good out. Oh, that's the end of this podcast. I hope you got some valuable information. I hope you figured out, do you want to get a fire table? Or maybe you should listen to from guy from Cleveland there. Uh, you should listen to him. He'll tell you. Don't buy one of those fire tables. They suck. They don't even throw off that much heat. Maybe you want to get a chimenea. That's a whole other thing. Get the chimenea. It's got the, the chimney on it. Those things crank heat out. Just throw the fucking wood inside. Burn, baby, burn. All right, everybody. Keep listening. Go and see me live. I'd really appreciate it. November 5th, Scranton, PA. November 6th, Mamaronic, New York. All tickets, JoeMatterese.com. Follow me on social media at TheJoeMatterese. And be nice. Go buy a t-shirt. It helps me.
Okay? Could you do that? Go buy the t-shirt. JoeMatterese.com. Cool Van Halen throwback. There's three-quarter sleeve ones that look like the the old rock jerseys. And then there's t-shirts, and they come in like a million colors. And then there's a lot of other merch from my old uh, tour. There's the Just Be shirt. There's the I Nailed the ADD Test shirt. Uh, Rocky is my mentor. There's a t-shirt for that. Go check them all out. JoeMatterese.com. All right, guys. Have a good one.